The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The brain is our personal tool to keep us at our best and realize self-esteem. The mind, body, and immune system work together to help us make the right choices and to reach our purpose and potential. Welcome to Illuminating Now, Lindsay's Life Secrets. Lindsay and her guests are the go-to experts when it comes to relationships, sexuality, parenting, and wellness. We're here to enlighten and inform you. Now, here is your host, Lindsay Levinson. Hi, this is Lindsay Levinson, and I am your host here at Illuminating Now, Lindsay's Life Secrets. Welcome to the show. Welcome if it's your first time, and welcome back if you've been listening. And thank you so much for that. This is the second part of a two-part series, which we began last week. So our guest was, and will continue to be, Mika Douglas for this two-part series. So while you may have heard her bio, if you've been listening in, I'm going to do a little summary here. Mika is retired. She's living in Renaka, Chile, in a small beach community. And Mika left the USA about seven years ago. She's lived abroad with her husband on the beaches of southern Thailand and Bangkok. And they really just wanted a simpler life. And they really feel they've accomplished that. She is now living in Chile, and they started a company because they started to understand the complexities of what it was to try to move and live abroad, but the simplicity of what life abroad has offered them, which has been tremendous. So they started ChileRetirement.com. So that's ChileRetirement, all one word, .com. And it's a startup business. And it's just such a great idea. It's, it's a business that helps people retire anywhere. She also works with Thailand, you know, anybody that wants to retire there and, and other places as well. Immigration, healthcare, housing, language, neighbors, you know, specifically what doctors, how do you settle into a new culture? These are hard questions. These are hard things to figure out but not with them helping you. And that is what this company does. They handhold you. I mean, if you need the ride from the airport to feel comfortable and to get to your new place, you know, they really put heart and soul into this company that they've created. And Mika had spent over 30 years in corporate America, in the States, strategic planning, marketing, sales of products and such. Her life's very different now. And uh, she has is here to share Uh, Last week, she shared a little bit more of the individual story, and today we'll talk a little bit more um, in continuation of that and talk more about the company and some of the offerings as well. So that's great. We will introduce her soon. I want to say to please stay tuned throughout the entire show. We had a contest running It's been running for a few weeks, and we asked you all, you know, do you know something that stands in the way of your happiness? You listeners, you had superb answers. 
Thank you so much for participating. There was a really large influx of participation. And so I so appreciate that. But the answers are really amazing and so helpful. And for all of us together in this world, collective thinking, collective sharing, you know, taking what we know or what we think and putting it in the world and and then letting someone else reflect if that might be their story is really helpful. So, and I will say that this question about if anything stands in the way of your happiness, it was launched in connection to the show that was ran on March 19th. So that was the guest, Trace Levinson. And he was announced as a 20-year-old aspiring author writing his first book on finding your happy life with true passion and authenticity. And he offered to help anybody with literally individual actions and steps at no charge just to write him if you would like your life to be a little bit better moving forward or if you're in a rut and maybe need to figure out a way out, what actions could you take that might just you know, shift it a little? So he offered his email address, which I'll give you again because he has had a, a significant response and it's T, as in Trace, T.Levinson at yahoo.com. So take advantage. I really continue to always encourage you to take advantage of anything. I mean, there are lots of things worth paying for as well. But when something is at no charge and it's a human and they're willing to help you, oh my gosh, write t.levinson at yahoo.com and ask something to see if your life could look a little better. Today, Mika, that website address, which is has also been mentioned, but I want to make sure we get it right up front here, is chilliretirement.com. That's all one word, chilliretirement.com. Take a look at that. It's interesting, and you can contact Mika and on Facebook as well. Please continue to follow us on Facebook and like our page. If you haven't, I would so appreciate that. It matters. And that's just illuminating now, one word. And Twitter is at sign illuminating now. You can go to my website, which is qualityforlifecoaching.com, and that's all words, no spaces, just qualityforlifecoaching.com. And I'd even want to remind you, back in February, we offered a divorce alternative show, lots of options that you may not know about, and that website is divorcealternativecenter.com. So I just wanted to sort of refresh your memory on some of these and tell you to feel free to write me. And at no charge, I will do a 20-minute consultation for sure with you. We can do Skype or phone call, and it can be about anything on these shows or anything that's never been on these shows, just what's on your mind. So I'm about to introduce Mika. We're getting close. Before I do, I'm going to read you one of many winners' names that will be announced on today's show all the way through and to the end. So stay tuned and listen for your name because it's fun, it's exciting, and it's valuable. I want to say thank you to to Vince Perriello. Vince, this is what you said, and listeners, this is what he shared about what might stand in the way of happiness. He said, I think it's a kind of guilt, guilt that you're not doing too well, or guilt that you're not doing well enough, or contributing enough, or being helpful enough, or for something real or perceived, that continues to drag you down and keep you from being able to celebrate what you are and what you have accomplished. Vince, how spot on are you? (laughs) That is such a great answer. Oh my gosh, and I really appreciated it. We all walk with some guilt for a variety of reasons. We always do. 
But you are right. We sabotage our own path to joy if the guilt stays with us constantly or if it's just too heavy. So thank you for bringing up the concept of guilt in and of itself. Very important. Thank you, Vince. Now we get to introduce our guest, Mika Douglas. Mika Douglas, you're sitting there in Chile and you have chosen to spend your time joining us again on Illuminating Now to talk about life and meaning of life and continue to enlighten us. So thanks for being here. Thanks for the warm introduction, Lindsay. Um, It's really great to be here. Yeah, I, you know, I got a lot of feedback, and I'm sure you might have too, but I certainly did on last week's show. People were really happy and impressed and interested and invoked in, in thinking of things that you brought up. So we talked about something transformative that was going on inside of you. You were feeling the need to place a greater value on your time. And, you know, not materials, but time. You were becoming more empathetic and aware of what living a truthful life, truthful, um, really meant. Can you talk about that? Um, Sure. I had become um, uh, really dedicated to changing my life. So living 58-some years and feeling um, not quite where I wanted to be. Um, So this meant that that I would have to question everything that I thought to be true um, because I was, I was seeing that I was acting out in ways that, um, that as Vince said, sabotaged um, the way I wanted to live. So I needed to make sure that I wasn't carrying these old thoughts and we call it baggage, you know, a lot of times um, that, that could affect my desire to be truthful with myself. So that's that's interesting. I really want to just repeat to encourage our listeners to put this into context. Listen to Mika's show last week as well because it, it flows beautifully and I think you'll be interested. And, and we mentioned, and Mika, you know, we talked about this on the last show, a secret to living well abroad. How do you make a well, happy, um, you know, calm, peaceful life abroad? Can you talk about this secret? Sure. Um, it's going to see, seem so obvious, but it wasn't obvious to, to <laughs> us when we moved abroad. Right. Um, you know, we see that there are two basic ways to, to move abroad and live. You can carry all of your existing values and your ways with you and expect everybody to respond to those and accept, accept them. Um, or you could integrate yourself into a new culture, wherever it might be, with an open mind um, to learning new ways, asking questions, thinking how this relates to your own experiences. I've, I've seen many expats who wanted to live in Thailand, for example. Um, ultimately, they become quite frustrated um, and they moved away. And the reason was that they were constantly judging the Thai culture by Western standards. Wow, okay, so that's a powerful statement, judging Thai culture by Western standards. Can you give me an example? Yeah, um, the way anger and frustration is handled um, is one example. It's very different between the East and the West cultures. Um, I witnessed a guy yelling at a Thai store clerk um, because the line was too long and he was in a hurry. Um, <laughs> this, this might not be acceptable anywhere, but... 
especially in Thailand, shouting at people, initiating confrontations, or any displays of anger. This is a big cultural no-no. Um, the Thais actually have a word uh, in the language called jayen, which means act with a cool heart. Oh, um, that's awesome. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, you just can't expect that the goods and services uh, are going to be delivered in the same way you experience them in your home country. Um, you know, an example, you know, when I ordered coffee, um, it almost always came with sugar and, uh, and cream. Hmm. Uh, they call it whitener. Um, and you could get frustrated by this. I, I certainly did. I found out that, that uh, in talking to some local Thais, the reason this is happening is that this is the Thai way of liking you. They actually want to give you everything. And once I understood this, the frustration went away. You know, it was easy to solve. I simply held my hand over the cup and, and designate, that designated, you know, I, nothing added. I didn't want anything more. Interesting. And I think part of our ability to even have a happy life is to shift into new ways of thinking. So while some of this can be frustrating, it's making our brain, you know, challenged to that. So tell us more about the two ways of living then. Um, okay. Um, you know, let's look at how these, how you would live with each of these scenarios through some examples. Take housing. If you were looking for a place to live, um, a house or a condo, you would probably go and do a Google search or a Craigslist search, and you would find lots of availability. The accommodations in Thailand could range um, between $1,000 and $1,500 per month on these lists. I had a number of friends that lived in upscale condos um, within this range. Alternatively, though, if you translated condo for rent into Thai and, and searched, you would find another group of accommodations that range between $200 and $500 per month. Um, asking Thai locals if they knew of any rentals um, is another really effective way of seeking out unadvertised properties. Wow, and that's a huge difference. It is. Um, you know, when I, when I was in Thailand, we lived in several places, houses and condos. The most expensive was a brand new condo with a saltwater swimming pool, a gymnasium, um, and that was $400 a month. And what's the difference, you ask? Mm-hmm. Um, the difference is address and status. I mean, it's just like in the U.S. Right. Right. Oh, my gosh. Wow, that's really interesting, though, and it's interesting to know for anybody looking things up that there's these different ways that you can find this information. What about food? What about eating out? You know, I'm picturing our listeners thinking about traveling. How did that work? Yeah, some of the same contrasts um, with food. Um, you know, you can you can certainly find a nice sit-down restaurant uh, in Thailand and Bangkok, and you could spend fifteen to forty dollars a meal. Um, great variety of foods: um, Indian, Persian, Italian. You know, whatever you'd like. Less so in the outlying cities. Um, wine and alcohol will tend to add a lot to your bill. 
because these are imported items. In general, uh, imported things in any country is going to be much more expensive. And when you understand that, that the government, the local government, is actually protecting the economy of the local economy by imposing tariffs on imported items, so it makes it more expensive. So in contrast, you know, if, if you frequent smaller neighborhood restaurants, um, you could find a great meal for under $10 for two people. And, you know, many times we ate lunch at a street vendor for less than, um, less than $5, certainly, usually 2 or $3. Yeah, you know, when we traveled there, it was, we could eat um, under $10, I mean, for the, for the two people. And even staying at the nice hotels, we'd order room service and all kinds of things for, you know, a week straight. And I would expect, you know, some bill to be, we were staying at a very nice, very nice place. And and the bill was $200 for like ordering something in every single night. Not that we ate in every night, but we ordered something, whether it was desserts or specialties or drinks or later at night or whatever it was. But um, yeah, I really was shocked, just shocked at the way that you could eat for much less. And, um, and it makes sense that the imported goods would, would, you know, cost you. So do you advise to buy local? I mean, what, what's the advice on this? Uh, Well, I guess it depends, um, you know, where you're at. For us, we're on a fixed income. So um, we wanted to save money and we, we conscientiously bought local um, whenever we could. We went out to restaurants, you know, a few times a week. We did our own cooking. This was a very effective, uh, cost-effective, way of life for us yeah yeah so there's some choices and i know the foods we ate were like i said just divine we did have italian we did have mexican certainly thai but but lots of choices um okay so here's a question that i know i would want to know about for sure and i'm guessing you know just the whole world is really on this subject but tell me a little bit about healthcare. sure sure um in thailand I didn't really worry about healthcare because I found it to be so expen- inexpensive. Um, a doctor's visit might be ten dollars. Um, oh, nice! You know, prescriptions, surgeries—they were generally less than half of what you might expect in the U.S. And um, and I would say a, a good amount of care. Um, you know, I experienced upscale um, equipment and uh, trained, well-trained doctors. Um, so, you know, even though it's Thailand, not to be worried. Um, yeah. Medical tourism is really huge in Thailand. Um, it's, it's big to the economy. So a lot of the doctors are actually training in the U.S. Um, and then they come back and practice in, um, in Thailand. Um, so I know of some U.S. insurance companies that send clients on vacation to get um, big surgeries like a knee replacement, for example, because it's so inexpensive. So the, the insurance company can pay for the vacation and the surgery <laughs> and still be off. Um, right. <laughs> in Chile, it's a bit different. Overall, Chilean healthcare is rated on a par, if not better, than the U.S. in technology and medical expertise. Um, I found that you know, I found that information and had to question it, but, but it is documented in many places. Um, it's just less expensive. 
Um, this is really a, a huge topic. Um, we spent we spent a good month doing research trying to find medical insurance, and in fact, we um, subscribed to one of the one of the best insurance plans uh, available that provides access to the best facilities in our locality. Um, this is about two hundred dollars a month. And what this gives us is full coverage, no deductibles for surgery and hospital fees. And, wow. and it pays 80% of outpatient services. That's, that is an incentive in and of itself, again, looking at what we face here. And that's fantastic. What other? Give me another difference of, you know, our way, Thailand, you know, if it's chilly. But what's another difference you can say? Yeah, in the West, um, we're all used to throwing things out when they stop working. And in Thailand, there's a big service culture. Um, They're run by a service culture, actually. Um, You will find, uh, if you visited or moved to Thailand, that, that individuals want to please. That's built into who they are. So most anything can be fixed. There, You'll find vendors on the street in most cities that will repair your shoes or sew repairs and hems while you wait. Um, You know, I had an iPod that broke. The selector dial on the front fell out. And I went to a computer Hmm. store um, in Bangkok, and they replaced the selector, and they put in a new battery for less than $20. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. So change your life, change your living. Just switching it up. I mean, that's there's so much more simplicity and maybe even better results. So, but you eventually moved to Chile. So, how does that happen? Yeah. Um, well, we we had seen a lot of Thailand and um, and we traveled to Laos and Cambodia, Malaysia, Burma, all of the outlying countries around Thailand. So we thought that after um, a little more than five years, that maybe it was time for another change. You know, we wanted to immerse ourselves in in uh, different cultures so that we could um, so we could do contrasting uh, of our own experiences and change. So I wanted to continue to follow a spiritual path, and this was going to lead us to Dharamshala, India, um, not Chile, but India. <laughs> yeah, this, it's a small city in the foothills of the Himalayas. Um, and this is this is where uh, the Tibetan refugees live. Dharamshala is a very modest city um, with dirt roads and you know ox carts in the street, and it's near where the Dalai Lama lives. Wow. Okay. So what happens? Well, we saw extreme poverty uh, everywhere. Um, it was actually hurtful to see this poverty, and we wanted to help somehow. Um, and, and in that need to help, um, that took us to wanting to move there. So we committed to this relocation. And we began our visa processing. Um, and we were going to travel back to the U.S. to get a 10-year visa because we needed to be in our home country to get a 10-year visa. Um, at the same time, we began to process uh, import documents for our puppy Barkley to take him into India. Um, We kept um, six boxes and some personal items. We gave everything else away. 
the boxes were sitting in a warehouse ready to be shipped to India, um, and we boarded a plane to go and get our visa in uh, in India, or rather in the U.S. Um, when we were back in, in the U.S., we received word that we couldn't take Barclay with us. Oh, my gosh. So you've got this whole plan. Everything's done. Boxes, waiting, and you can't bring your dog. And, of course, you're not going without your puppies, your family. So that's a major curve. Um, okay, so I'm going to want to hear about this after the break. We're going to have to take a break. So that's why I'm going to probably call this a good place to stop and what I'll do is use this opportunity to read another winner or two because I know that it will be more of a story when we come back as to what in the world you did. So I want to thank Andrea Waltz. Andrea answered, the biggest issue, the gap between expectations and reality. People expect things to happen fast. When they don't, they are frustrated and unhappy. When people expect business to be easier without rejection or other things, more unhappiness. Same thing in relationships. That is why gratitude and other life skills are so important to cope with the gap. So again, Andrea is answering what stands in the way of being happy. And she's talking about that gap between expectations and reality and all the things that happen. That's a fantastic answer. Gratitude is a great word. It's key The ability to have gratitude, the ability to be aware of what is great in any minute. What is great? Because the awareness of what's good or great can always help fill the gap. So that's a great answer. And thank you for that, Andrea. And I'm going to read one more, I hope, (laughs) from Doug Wolfgram. And his was such a simple answer and and, and, and so valuable. He said, I think loving and being loved goes a long way towards being happy. And that may sound cliche or it may sound simple to some of you or some of you who seek love, or, but understand we can love anyone we want. We can go love a stranger in the world. We can give to people who need and we can receive the thank you or receive the appreciation or receive the love that is being given to us in many capacities of our life. So this is a choice for us and it's precious. And we can choose this, and it can help lead us to joy. So thanks, Doug, for that. Doug Wolfgram, really appreciate that. And I'm going to go for one more and, and see if I can pull this off. Dave Haskell. Dave Haskell said, two things stand in my way, the past and the future. In the now, I'm always happy. Okay, do I love that answer? Yes, I do. Why? So I think it's fabulous because he's talking about the now. What's the name of my show? Illuminating Now. The now is where we can focus. The now is where we can shine light. We can find our power right now and we can make choices and then we can take actions that lead us to the happiness and the joy and the inner peace that we're seeking. So Dave Haskell, great answer, being in the now because the past and the present can consume us to a place where we lose in the end. I want to just remind you all, we we kind of move through these shows sort of fast, and so just please do take a look, get Facebook up on the screen for you, Illuminating Now, like our page. I would love to hear any feedback, and at Illuminating Now, at sign Illuminating Now is Twitter, and Anything that you would like to write me, I'm at lindsay, L-I-N-Z-I, 244 
at sbcglobal.net. And that email is confidential, and you can write about any of the things that we have talked about interested in any subject matter that you might like to hear on the shows to come. You're the audience, and I'm really interested in that. So I want to make sure you have those. Today's guest, Mika Douglas, while you have your pencils out, write down chiliretirement.com. That is absolutely worth looking at. And I did also mention t.levinson at yahoo.com because he's a resource, as we all are, to help you to answer questions, to give you next actions. Again, not esoteric, very practical, tactical options to change one thing in your life today that might lead you to something better tomorrow. We're going to head to break. We're going to come back. We're going to hear what happens when they can't take their dog and they're already almost off to India. So what what happens to Mika and her husband? So we will be right back. Please stay tuned. This is Lindsay Levinson, your host. Stay tuned. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com We all want peace. We all desire a more meaningful life. We work hard to achieve these things, but at what avail? The key is authentic living with Andrea Matthews. Andrea will interview some of the great spiritual experts of today and will provide wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your own I am. Your authenticity can give you miraculous gifts, but you have to know how to get there. Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the 7th Wave Network. Very rarely does our news media spotlight some of the good things that are happening in our world. For more of these good stories and the people that are creating them, tune in to Bread for the Journey with Mariana Cacciatore. Whether these good acts stem from personal tragedy or just a desire to help out and make this a better world in which to live, you'll find inspiration in every week's program. Connect with those that are doing something great for a change. Listen for Bread for the Journey, Saturdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Are you a single parent trying to create the balance between home life and work life? You may be running a successful business, but how are your relationships with your family and children? If you're one of the thousands of people trying to juggle it all, tune in to Straight Up with Chris, real talk on business and parenthood, Hosted by Chris FSU. Chris is the portrait of the success story. Coming to the U.S. with no language skills, founding and growing several businesses while raising his daughter from age 7 to adulthood as a single dad. Listen every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. are tuned in to Illuminating Now, Lindsay's Life Secrets. To connect with Lindsay or her guest, please call in to the show at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to lindsay244 at sbcglobal.net. That's L-I-N-Z-I-244 at sbcglobal.net. Now, back to Illuminating Now. Hi, welcome back. This is Lindsay Levinson, your host to Illuminating Now, Lindsay's Life Secrets. 
We are on voiceamerica.com on the Variety Channel. We're about to hear, it's almost like a book with chapters, what's going to happen with Meek and her husband and the fact that their dog was not allowed to go to India. I will read two more winners and then we'll let Mika have some consistency in being able to tell her story. So I want to thank Chris Manning. Chris has been a follower and I've seen that from the beginning. And here's what Chris said. The biggest thing that I see everywhere is the pursuit of more, of which it is impossible to obtain everything so people just move through life unhappy. So remember, the question is what stands in the way of happiness. And he's saying the pursuit of more. So that's so valid. It's really insightful, Chris, that you would say that. Because if we can have gratitude or we can give back, we reduce the focus on always wanting more from someone else or giving our power to someone who has to give us something. It, you know, we never really arrive where we think we're going if we're waiting for more, more, more. So I really like that answer a lot. thought it was beautiful. Thank you very much for that, Chris Manning. And I want to read one more. Ron Sidwell, also a follower. Um, Straight through the show, I've seen Ron Sidwell, and this is what he has said. The greatest obstacle to my happiness is my own impatience and self-induced anxiety. So, oh my gosh, Ron, I couldn't say it better or agree more myself. This is something I work on for myself. So I really resonated with it. And what I want to say to you is good for you for offering it and offering to others the option of self-reflection. We need to look at ourselves. How impatient, what kind of anxiety, what do we have that we put on ourselves? And self-reflection can take us a long way. So thank you for that so very much, Ron Sidwell. Okay, back to Mika. Mika, you get the dog can't come. You're in the U.S. dealing with the paperwork, logistic document stuff, and then you hear this when everything's ready to rock and roll right off to India. What do you do? Yeah, we were sitting um, in North Carolina in my brother's living room, and I said, if India doesn't want Barkley, they don't get me either. <laughs> you know, this, my bark, I've had Barkley since he was a puppy. He's our spiritual leader or spiritual guide. Um, you know, he brings us together when there's tension. He, he just is a special dog. Mm-hmm. Um, That's awesome. So in that moment, we assembled a short list of places where we, we could alternatively live. And on that list were Ecuador, Uruguay, Chile, Cambodia, Mexico, and a return to Thailand as well. Um, the only qualifications that, that were absolutes were um, safety, being a stable government and safe, provided a safe environment, um, a cost of living that um, would fit with, with our um, uh, social security. Um, we wanted to be by water and ocean and an easy immigration process. So that's a lot of <laughs> criteria. It um, makes really good sense, and it's really smart, and I'm glad you're sharing with the listeners the way that you are going through this process because that criteria is very valuable. But now you're changing direction, and you have this criteria. So how did you decide? Well, the decision was actually made in about a week. Um, you know, we, of course, did some research and, you know, tried to question our initial shortlist of places to go. But in the end, all of these places were really quite acceptable. And 
um, and we could we could well move to any of them. You know, we had this revelation at that time that that when we initially sold all of our belongings um, living in the U.S. and moved to Thailand, that you know that was a scary proposition. We had freed ourselves, and this time around, it was much easier. Um, so in the end, we we picked Chile for its stability, um, its beauty. We saw pictures. Um, you know, a lot of diverse culture in, uh, in some of the coastal areas of Chile. And my husband wanted to live in a more temperate climate. Okay, so, so you put that criteria together, you make that decision, you move to Chile. It does make sense that it's getting easier because of the big, the big move. It's from America when you have to put, leave all your stuff or give it away. But, so, but now you move to Chile, and what do you find there? Well, we were finding the same sort of attitude among the locals um, as we did when we initially moved to Thailand. The locals um, believe that Americanos have lots of money to spend, <laughs> and they were inclined to raise their prices. Um, you know, this was a lesson that we learned in Thailand uh, to, uh, um, that we needed to be accepted as a, a resident, a long-time stayer, um, not as a tourist, because our intent was really to live a long time there, retire there. Right. So we eventually found a three-bedroom apartment um, in a small coastal community called Rinyaka. Um, it's walking distance to the ocean. Um, we have, from our living room, we have a 180-degree view of the coastline. Um, it's just gorgeous. I mean, we wake up and, and go to bed every morning looking out of the window and just thanking um, thanking uh, the powers to that be that we are able to live in this place. Um, and this is all for $550 U.S. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Now, I've been to your place, and your place is a paradise. I mean, it is. It is all panoramic. It's right on the beach. It's on a fabulous beach. There's all kinds of restaurants, and I mean that whole town is just, just captivating. And so I can vouch for what you're saying. And so you're in this wonderful paradise. So does the language become a prohibitor? What you know, this it sounds too good to be true. So let me move toward language. How is it living there? Um, well, the the language never prevented us from going where we wanted. Um, you know, we moved here without speaking Spanish. Um, we had vacationed in Mexico, and so we know some words, um, and Spanish is much easier than Thai as, <laughs> as a language to learn. Yeah. Um, you know, in Viña del Mar, the, the larger area that we live in, um, there's a large expat community. Um, so this makes integration a bit easier. I mean, I think this is a, a great gateway city or great gateway area to enter Chile because of this expat community. Initially, we had a Chilean friend who helped us with the translation and getting familiar with, with knowing the area, with transportation and with shopping. Um, in fact, this is what gave us the idea for our business. It was um, a relatively easy transition for us, I would say, because of this local assistance. So this is now what we provide. It's a friendly resource to help you transition into an area. Um, 
you know, as part of this, um, this service that we provide, we've made many connections. Um, and so we have, we have lots of resources, including a language instructor. So that's really valuable. I think people get very intimidated by language. Um, you know, of course, I have been to Thailand and to Chile. And, and so there's the pros and cons all the way around. But to think that you can help with that, to think that you can offer that, to think that you've got the connections to provide, um, that just makes me take a deep breath and <laughs> know that that's easier. So that's a great answer and a great thing you're doing. What about visas? Visas are another scary thing for people when they think about traveling. Can you talk about that? Yeah. Um, we discovered um, on arrival in Chile that this area, because of the expat community, was actually easier um, in terms of processing our, our visa or immigration paperwork then in Santiago. So we walked in with, you know, having filled out forms and put documentation together. We walked into the local immigration office and we met a nice guy named Mario. Um, he's got like 16 names. There's a lot of Spanish names. So, <laughs> Mario. Um, Mario. So he looked over our paperwork and he told us what we needed. Um, when you arrive in Chile, you're given a 90-day tourist visa. So that takes some of the pressure off. And after that, you can extend your tourist status or uh, another 90 days, or you can apply for a temporary resident visa. And after a year of living here and demonstrating that you can afford to live here, paying your bills and so forth. They want, they want you to be a responsible person, um, the Chile government, Chilean government. Yeah. And we'll get our permanent residency visa. This is exactly what we're doing. Wow. So that's coming up soon for you, getting your permanent visa. That's right. Yeah. Um, so that seems straightforward. That seems pretty straightforward. I mean, the way that you worked with the guy, you went through the documents, there's the 90-day and then, you know, what you guys are doing, which is about the one-year anniversary. Is it as straightforward as it sounds? Yeah, as long as you have your documentation in order. Um, you know, we needed some things and we had to go back to the U.S., not physically, but express mailing things back and forth. Um, yeah. So, I mean, to me, it, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but it just it sounds like then that is a real big key. Like, if you're going to go, you know, you need to pre-process the right documents before you leave your home country, which, which can be overwhelming, can be cumbersome. I know when my son did, you know, study abroad for six months, it was a little bit overwhelming. So, is that true? You have to really pre-process all the right documents before you leave your home country? Yeah, that's where we come in. I mean, we've made mistakes and, you know, we've learned from the mistakes and we've documented um, documented these things. The goal of ChileRetirement.com is to actually help people to achieve a new lifestyle, you know, and, and a more fulfilling life, um, whether it's retirement or not. So we can answer your questions to help you determine whether Chile or Thailand is right for you. We can customize a plan for you to achieve your objectives, you know, no matter what stage of life you're at. Um, and we can handhold you straight through the process. 
That's so valuable. That is all just so valuable. There, I again, even as a student, I saw the struggles, and it wasn't just my son. He was watching his friends, and I mean the hoops that people were jumping through. So you've been through it. You know what these protocols are. You've met connections, and now you handhold someone. So it's a, like almost why why not do this at least for a little while? Go check out another country. But are there any other obstacles that you see? Well, we hear that missing family is a big issue. And all that we suggest is, is keep an open mind and consider um, other options, um, like dual residency. Um, you know, the, the immigration process and the tax laws and so forth actually make it quite doable to have um, two residences, one in the U.S. and one here. Um, uh, you know, flying family in becomes a possibility because of the lower cost of living. That makes so much sense. That's that's so very true in my experience as well. In the traveling piece, is just the, the cost of living goes so far down, and we as Americans have a hard time conceiving that we might live somewhere where actually there's a lot more money in the bank, so we can we can fly people or fly ourselves. So that that makes sense. So. How can you sum it up? I mean, it's wonderful advice, moving to a foreign country, you know, sum that up. Yeah, um, moving to any foreign country, you know, can be very scary. Um, But as we did initially, um, you know, keeping in mind what our, our end goal was, that we wanted a simpler and easier life. And so, you know, this is motivation. Um, this is, this is the motivation to have a stress-free lifestyle. It's yeah. what we, it, it's what we all want, right? Right. Right. So like, so currently, do you have any cases that you're working on that you could tell us about as far as somebody in the U S wanting to look or move? We are, um, we're currently working on one re- relocation for a gal, um, in California. She wants to move to Thailand for a lot of the same reasons that we discussed last week and, um, and this week. Uh, I've done a bunch of pre-work uh, on her behalf, obtaining information about her visa process, um, business structure, she has a business, and the taxation um, around that. And we're doing this through a Thai attorney that I have um, uh, contact with. Um, I will actually travel with her to help decide um, and help her pick on an area, help her pick an area, obtain a lease, um, set up her business, and help with the processing of her visa. Generally, um, supporting her throughout the whole process. That's like a dream come true. I mean, I just like I don't know of other companies. I've done so much research too, just in in life and international and certainly when my son went abroad and different things, but I, I don't know of this. I mean, the way that you guys are really hand-holding, I mean, really, you'll travel somewhere, you'll help decide the place, help pick a doctor, help set up a business. I mean, as far as making sure the person can do it or has the paperwork they need and, and can execute. So, uh, really, really significant contribution that I, I see this to be. And I hope that our listeners uh, see it as well because it's, it's just valuable to do some exploration and discovery. That's, again, I think where you can learn more about your own self. I, um, well, first of all, we run 
through time so fast. So I want to say, Mika, you've been on the show for two weeks. It's been so informative, a lot of facts, a lot of data, but really enlightening. And I'm going to go ahead and use my word, illuminating. You've really illuminated what we can do right now, things we can do now, options and choices and ways that you can help and the company that you and your husband have developed. So, um, so thanks for being on the show. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. I want to, I guess what I really want to do is, you know, we've talked a lot about through a course of these shows, um, the reward boxes, you know, your predetermined life, what grades you get. Are you getting the grades to get in a certain college? Are you going to college because your parents said so? Do you have to get married? Do you have to have a child? Are you already in that situation and wish you could change it? We're in boxes. And if we would break free of those and put some wings on, we might fly. And what might we learn while we're flying, let alone where we land? So that's pretty exciting as a thought. So Mika wrote something, and this was a prose that she wrote called Boxes, not for this show. This was her own thinking some time back. Mika, would you share that with us? Yeah, sure, Lindsay. Um, I challenge the world to contain me. I'm testing myself. Am I testing myself or finding my way? If living is defined by life's challenges, then I exist to bump its sides. Pushing, pulling, climbing, scratching, I claw myself to freedom. Do I settle? Do I adjust? Do I fit? Do I care? Only deliberates are values, else my mind is an open field. I have no respect for boxes. Equality is all that's true. I have no use for boxes, that which destroys human mandate. I abhor boxes, causing impotence and death of the spirit. I follow my intuition now as a distant beacon. Failure is an insult that drives my passion, and I no will to compromise. That is amazing. I really hope you listeners will just... Rewind and play that again for yourselves just to hear it because there's so much being said in that and so much that aligns with the shows that we've had about living an authentic and happy and true life. And like I said, break those box sides down and put on some wings. Here's the Lindsay Life secret today. You can choose to be happy. Have you heard me say that before? Probably. Is it still a secret? I think so. Why is because... I don't think we know. I don't think we know we can choose to be happy. It's our choice. We, we walk with the power to have the life that we truly love. Traveling abroad has been a theme that's gone on for three shows, and it can teach you new ways to live. And when you're learning new ways to live, you're learning new ways to think. And that helps us shift to get where we want to go. So while traveling abroad teaches you new ways to live, living abroad offers you many additional choices and chances for bliss. And why is because it's a simpler life. Simplicity. When you're, you know, you, when it gets quiet in your head, you can find who are you? What is your identity? What's your purpose? You can hear that if you're in quiet simplicity on a beach or where there is money in your bank account or where you're smiling and laughing a lot. It's hard to hear those answers when there's a lot of chaos and a lot of boxes. I want you to listen to the first part of Mika's series here, which was played last week on 4-9. That really puts some context into these two shows. 
And I'd ask you to listen to Trace Levinson's show where this subject matter began also. That's March 19th. If you listen to March 19th and 4-9 and then today's show, that compilation of information will allow you to start to really comprise your next actions for whatever life you seek. These are not just shows about traveling or where to go. It's about the meaning of life and loving your life. And it's within the scope of some travel discussions that we are addressing some of that. I want to talk to you about a couple more things. I do have a couple more winners that I want to read to you. And I also want to talk about our guest for next week. So our guest for next week is Bobby Anderson. And Bobby has had a long and successful career in working with government and the private sector, but he's primarily a business consultant and a business owner where he's managed projects that supported the rights of workers in California. So the thing is, Bobby's emphasis has always been on working with health and human services organization, organizations, his sensitivities. They run contrary to what you would think of for most business owners that are used to putting profit before serving the community. Bobby has a whole different philosophy. His philosophy of life is very counterintuitive, and it believes that serving others will ultimately provide him with the happiness that he aspires to and we all aspire to. It's going to be a good show. We're going to go from the depths of depression and some really hard times that some of you are facing and he faced to exhilaration and what life can look like. So I really, really hope that you will tune in next week for that show. And I want to read another winner as we get toward the close of the show. John Edward Larson, Lawson, excuse me. John Edward Lawson, thank you so much for this answer. Does anything stand in the way of your happiness that you, you know, do you think anything does? He says, I do. Early in life, I set more and more arbitrary guidelines for what would make me happy in the future. And adhering to that without acknowledging what was going on internally made everything external amplified a thousand times. Now that I've gone back and thrown out my, quote, rules, I'm much more capable of accepting what is happening in life and moving past the negative things to find the good. And if there's no good to be found, I'm now capable of building something good. He says, my advice, forget yourself. And then you finally get your full self. How great is that? Oh my gosh. That is such a helpful answer. Really profound. Great for others to really understand it. And, and I hope that if you like that answer or John Edward Lawson, if you haven't listened to the 319 show, you are identically on the same page and about the rules and what it is when you throw them out. So thank you so much for that. And last one I'm going to read is James Wershing. If you want to live a full life and be happy, you have got to have a vision for something greater than the current status quo that you strive to achieve. Then you need to pursue that vision with heartfelt passion. Thank you, James Worshing. Heartfelt passion and a vision make for a fantastic formula to get where you're headed. Thank you so much, you listeners. I know you're busy. I know you have choices. I know Voice America gives you lots of choices. And you choose to listen to this show, whether it's live or whether you're telling someone about it or listening in archive. Thank you. I appreciate it. Your time's really valuable. And I hope that we are offering value back to you through these shows. I really hope you like the show today. I hope you like this series. And I want you to tune in for Bobby's show next week. 
So this is Lindsay Levinson, your host, Illuminating Now, Lindsay's Life Secrets. And please join us next week. And in the meantime, have a great, great week. joining us for Illuminating Now, Lindsay's Life Secrets. Please join Lindsay Levinson again next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a terrific week.